Welcome to Talk Commerce, where we explore how merchants, agencies, and developers experience commerce. This week, we interview Sharon Lampert with Adobe from Dublin, Ireland. We talk about diversity in the Magento community and the steps we can take to bring more diversity to the community. Sharon suggests we do a panel on diversity for the next show. Brunt makes a feeble attempt at an Irish accent, and Sharon gives us some action items to be inclusive in our own communities. Magento Creative, partnering with the client to help fulfill their strategic growth, serving the world as an Adobe Gold partner and Big Commerce Elite partner. Magento, the code of commerce. This episode is sponsored by Eway Corporation, the partner of choice for technology, infrastructure, and enterprise-level digital solutions, and AWS Select Consulting Partner, Eway Corporation, forward together. My name is Brent Peterson, and I'm your host. Please remember to subscribe wherever you download your podcasts. And now, Talk Commerce. Welcome to Talk Commerce, our community edition. I have Sharon with us today, all the way from Ireland. Ireland. Oh, that's a terrible. I'm not even going to try. Sharon, <laughs> go ahead and you're doing a you'll do a much better job of introducing yourself. Tell us about yourself, okay. what you do, and uh, what you do for fun. I work for Adobe. I came as part of the Magento acquisition, so I've been there for three years, and my role is partner sales enablement manager. So really, my job is to support the partner community in making sure they've got access to everything they need to build their practice. So, and I live, yeah, in Dublin, in Ireland. Ireland. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. And what I like to do for fun, um, I love going out. I have a husky. So we take our husky on walks all the time. And I love playing golf. I used to play at least three times a week um so i need to get back into it because i'm uh, somewhat out of practice as all our golf courses have been closed so that's yeah, my next job yeah soon and hopefully soon they'll all open yeah. um okay yeah, so exactly. I, I, you you were you were just at magento connect you were a speaker and you were talking about diversity and i would i would like to talk a little bit about diversity in our community specifically mm -hmm. the adobe slash magento community I know there's a lot of advocates for diversity out there and inclusion. So kind of give us an overview of what your topic was about and why did you come up with the topic? Diversity and inclusion is close to my heart. It really is because I think we're missing out on so much here. Um, there is so many untapped communities, absolutely filled with talent and creativity. And I think we're not maximizing on that. And if we can grab hold some of that and bring that into our ecosystem, we will be so much better off. So that's really why I wanted to do it. And also because having worked at Adobe, um, I have become very aware of the importance of having a diverse workforce and being really inclusive. And like I'm an action um, co-leader for um, a an initiative that they've uh, been promoting for the last year that's got about 10,000 employees involved in it. Um, I link in with lots of different companies who are also asking me about this. And um, so 
that's really why it's close to my heart. I think it's really, really important that we need to embrace everybody fully so that we get the best out of them and also reach out to all those corners that we're not touching to get the talent into our ecosystem before somebody else does. So. <laughs> Do you think that there's a barrier in the current Magento community that keeps people away? Or do you think it's just there's so many bald white males that some other people are intimidated? <laughs> there's a few bald white males. Um, I think, yeah, people are reserved about coming forward and being more vocal in the community. I think we definitely need to mix it up and have a lot more diversity, but it's one thing saying it, it's actually another thing doing it and putting it into practice. Um, you know, these things don't happen by accident, they happen as a result of being proactive. And I think that's what we need to do is we need to make a plan of action and we need to follow through on it so that these people feel fully involved and included that everybody, it doesn't matter where they're from, what they look like, who they are, that they recognize that this is a diverse community and that they feel fully embraced by us and that they can see themselves in other people in our community. And, you know, at the moment that, that isn't happening as much as I think it should be, so. Yeah, you've really keyed on a good point. See ourselves in that community. And I think that having, having people involved helps all of that. Uh, and I'll comment that I've, I'm in a local community here in Minneapolis called e Entrepreneurs Organization. And I'm on the diversity committee uh, because mm -hmm. we are stricken with white males on our on our board and part of my board role is um, I'm the membership chair and so I'm reaching out to people in our community. Would you like to join our organization? And uh, you know, women, women would say, well, you know, I can see your board is hundred percent males. I'm really interested in, in getting something more diverse. So there is a definite roadblock from mm. what is represented uh, in, in the community to why somebody would join. Can you help us understand some of the ways that we could work on making sure that everybody feels included? Yeah. Um, I mean, I know you're, the, <laughs> you're on the diversity committee um, panel. So who else is on that? Do you have like diverse representation on your, you know, committee there? And that's part of the, um, I think part of the problem, part of the roadblock is that we've got all these boards and we, you know, I think we're getting better at it, but really it is not diverse enough. It's not reflective of the society that we are living in. Um, and if you look at the stats, particularly in the US, the number of young black people in the US is phenomenal. I mean, you know, those people are all working and we need to tap into that. Um, it far outweighs, you know, any other um, community. And so that's something that we should really be pushing for, but we're not. So I think people are afraid of change. 
um, people are afraid to, to put themselves forward. People are people in the community that we're looking for to join are afraid to be the first one. You know, when there's nobody else there that that will support them or that they feel will support them. So we've really got to go at this gung ho and make this a concerted effort. And I think you know that really this should be charged by. Um, all of us, we all have a duty this. It can't just be down to one person or one organisation. You know, we have to, I think, get together. We should set up a panel ourselves, you know, Brent, to include partners and merchants um, and people on the Magento Association. So we've got a whole diverse mix, you know, and from other organisations and really get this moving because you know, we're always looking for people. We want to grow our ecosystem and we can't do it. You know, so I think that's part of the part of the roadblock um, is that we're, we're, we're kind of in catch 22 at this moment. We're not diverse enough to attract all the diverse people that we want to be involved. Yeah, so my first comment on, on that was you've just volunteered yourself to create a panel with myself. <laughs> <laughs> get more community. So I appreciate that. Um, so let's just dig into the, what you've just said a little bit. So one thing that you commented on was uh, young, young black uh, males or young black yeah. people in general in being involved in our community. I think that's worldwide. Um, I think that if we go from a global standpoint, including other continents, and I think Africa is one that's very underrepresented in our in any tech community. Yeah. And there's such a vibrant culture there and, and a lot of opportunities there for everybody. Mm. And it does take an outreach to get to those people to bring them to our community. And part of that is to make sure that they feel like they're included. Uh, the, the other, the second part is maybe a seed, some kind of a seed event. Um, and I know I've been proposing smaller Meet Magento events that would that would go to somewhere like uh, Kenya or, or or Tanzania, and and it doesn't have to be mm. a, a huge hundred thousand dollar budgeted event. It could just be a mini event, but it shouldn't yeah. be called a meetup because I think a meetup is just something that denotes something as just some people getting together. If you have if you call it Meet Magento and you and you you don't expect a ton of people. And the the organization doesn't expect five thousand dollars from the organizer, and they also don't expect somebody local to put it on. Then some of those things are going to happen. So I, you know, I, some of the roadblocks that I've seen in our community be in our community have been around money, have been around yeah. local in, in in local people being interested in doing this. And then a way to have some way, some way of seeding that to that community. Mm. Um, all right, so back to inclusion and diversity. Um, one of the, so I, I'm on this board and I said, at one point I said, why am I on this board? I'm not diverse. I'm like the, I'm the opposite of what is needed. And mm. the lady who runs it said, we need people to be aware and if you're not aware of being of it not being diverse, then nobody's aware of it, and it's going to continue going. You know, I think we're 85% male or something like that on in in our local uh, chapter of of entrepreneurs organization. 
So, you know, part of this is being aware and then part of it would be bringing people that are, are more diverse onto the board and then I could step down. Um, so, you know, kind of piggybacking what you said, getting people involved and aware to bring those people to the table to talk about this. Yeah. Um, I think what you said there actually about, you know, going over to Africa was very interesting. And I mean, you could even do that on a smaller scale in your community and have more events that relate to interest and culture of those groups to get them involved and make the contact so that we can start networking with them. And then, you know, they'll be more comfortable to come into our um, ecosystem. You know, but I, I do think it's really important. Do you think it's um, it's reasonable for us to say that we're we're not diverse in the sense that the Magento community has very few women involved? We're not as diverse as we need to be. I mean, let's lay it on the table. You know, we're definitely not. Um, we need to be a lot more creative. I think about how we get people involved, and also there are quite a lot of women involved friends but again they don't put themselves forward they're not out there vocalizing these things you know they're in the background I mean I spoke to someone who was a project manager at a big partnership um, very very talented person and I said you need to be out there speaking but you know at this moment in time they're not comfortable on it I am working on it I'm not giving up um, but I do think we have like talent, but it, it's often in the background. So the, the people fronting it aren't necessarily, you know, as diverse as we need. But we know that there are there is diversity in organizations and we need to bring that to the fore so that all everybody, no matter who you are, feels comfortable about being your authentic self and speaking out. Yeah, so that that brings me to my next topic, because you said project okay. manager. And traditionally, the Magento community has been formed around developers. And yeah. uh, so I, I, I used to be sort of a developer. So I felt like I could sort of fit in. But my role when I organized Mage Titans events was to open it to everybody, not just developers. And I felt like there was a definite exclusion of the rest of the ecosystem in a lot of those events, which also happened in the regular Meet Magento events. You have a, a you do have a strictly commercial side. So you have all these salespeople that really don't care about how the product works. Well, they maybe they care about how the product works. Okay, I'm just gonna generalize salespeople in general right now. They just wanna sell something, right? And they're gonna sell it any way they can. They don't necessarily care about the underpinnings of it. And a lot of salespeople also don't necessarily care about the ecosystem and the community that's involved in that product. Then you have the developers on the other end who in an open source community are so involved in it. And as an underrepresented big group are the middle people, the project managers, the solution specialists, the agency heads, the designers that are all from our, uh, from our strictly Magento community are excluded. And so maybe when I said that there was fewer women, I was saying in terms of the 
the core. I can't, I shouldn't even say core because then I'm just falling into a, into a, a perpetual stereotype that we need to include everybody in the Magento ecosystem no matter what their role is. Yeah, I do think you're absolutely right. I mean, I felt completely overawed when I first came into the community because there's all these talented, you know, dev people that I can't even begin to compare what I do with what they do. I mean, the talent off, off the Richter scale um, and so it is quite intimidating and it took me a while to find my feet and also to be confident that there are other ways to contribute to the community apart from, you know, your technical knowledge and talent. Um, and I think we need to enable people to do that more. So yeah, I think uh, one thing that we're, we've been promoting is this sort of merchant hackathon. So there's, there's always been the tradition about a, a hackathon in Magento that will push back the core code. But one thing that hasn't happened uh, or has happened in very few instances is a merchathon or mer merchant uh, mm. dockathon or what, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> where the merchant can come and they can say, here's what I've been doing in Magento, but here's, here's nobody really knows there's no standard way to do this. And here's how I think this could happen. And then having a content person, maybe from Adobe helping to put some of that content back into now Adobe commerce to help everybody learn from some of those experiences. Mm. And that, that gives a role and a voice for a lot of those different uh, people in, in our community out, you know, outside of just being a developer. So, yeah, and it would really help escalate sort of, you know, the roadmap and yeah, improve the products. I mean, I think that's that's a really good idea. So do you think there's a there's sort of a, a wall that kind of separates developers and the rest of the rest of us? I, I'm gonna take myself out of the developer camp, but in in these in these specific um let's you know, meet magentos and and those type of uh, things are there? Is there a wall that kind of puts the developers aside from the from the other business side? I think there was, um, and I think some of it is a psychological wall that like people create for themselves. I mean, I know I did, but I think that we are much better. I mean, all the events have you know merchant tracks, business tracks you know, technical tracks. So we're catering, we are getting better and catering for everybody, but it's just, you know, we can't afford to settle uh, and there is so much more room for improvements. Have you seen- so With in, initiatives like you just said, I think that's brilliant. Yeah, in so what I've noticed in Adobe, in, in the, you know, like at the Adobe Summit is that they are incredibly diverse. And mm. I don't think they are trying to be diverse. I just think that's the way Adobe is settling out. Would you agree with that statement? I actually wouldn't. I have to tell you that they make so much effort. There are so many different things going behind the scenes every single day to make sure that we are diverse in everything we do. Even this morning I was on um, a call just about the Dublin office and we were talking about initiative we wanted to do simple thing just a compilation of videos and somebody said let's make a list of the people that we've got so we know we've got a diverse mix of everybody in there 
but honestly there are so there's so much effort I can't begin to tell you that goes on in Adobe to make sure that we are diverse that it's been quite inspirational for me and very educational and it makes you very self-aware and aware of your own sort of you know biases and gaps you have um, and you continue to learn every day. We've got to be self-aware and keep trying to be better. Yeah, so that, I mean, I, I'm really happy to hear that. And I think that leads to mm. us in the Magento slash now Adobe, whatever we're going to call ourselves. I think it's still the Magento community. <laughs> I think it that- It is open source is the Magento community. Right, yeah. so we need to be making a concerted effort to to move this forward. And it has to be everybody that makes this effort. And I think that we all have to make some noise in our community to make this effort to make us more diverse and invite people in. And just like you were saying, um, Adobe makes, uh, it looks at who's on that roster to make sure that you're being diverse. I think that in our Magento community, we have to look at who is uh, who is coming to our events, and how can we how can we reach out to other people and other communities that may not yeah. know about us as an organization, and how can we make somebody that isn't specifically involved with Magento, but maybe they're involved with e-commerce, how can you mm -hmm. how can we make that type of person welcome at at a Magento event, uh, and and. I think that part of the issue is that we get so tied up in the commercial side of Magento. You know, the the sales side kind of um, the sales side delivers the sponsors who deliver the money to really yeah. put on the event, and the development yeah, side absolutely. delivers the content. We need to have that sort of middle ground where we're bringing in some neutral platforms yeah. or people or uh, yes. Yeah. Types of things. Um, can can you comment a little bit about um, the your your uh, so Dublin is becoming more diverse. How 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 is the, your office in Dublin? Are you seeing a lot of different types of people joining Adobe there? And are I think people were coming from all over the world as Magento sort of got rolled into Adobe. We um, we have quite a diverse group in the Dublin office I have to say we've got a lot of Europeans we have a couple of Americans actually that came to join us we've got a massive Asian community as well um, and we need to work harder on other communities like you know Hispanic and black communities we are probably underrepresented in terms of the black community and I think we can do better on that, but we have some proactive strategies and we are trying to invite more of these people. But I think the thing is, Brent, that we've got to start where, where education joins. So we need to start early while these people are still in education and we need to link in with the colleges. Um, I know that on the creative side, Adobe's done very well with that, and they have got some global initiatives going to get young people who are at college, you know, using the software and sort of celebrating all their accomplishments. But we don't do that with the platform, with our Magento platform. And not only that, also for the other Adobe solutions, I think we're missing, you know, some core um, 
talent there that we could be latching onto. And I mean, we could attack this sort of globally. If we're linking with the colleges and we provide some basic sort of training and they've got route pathways into um, partners where they can do some work experience or at Adobe or in merchant organizations or whatever it is, where they can get some on the ground experience while they're still learning you know, as part of a development program. And that way we've brought them into the community as a natural organic process. Um, and I mean, once you're in, you're kind of hooked. Yeah, that's, that, that's a great idea. And I, I, we've looked at, you know, especially in Mexico because the Mexican uh, Magento community is, is pretty small and it's hard to get people involved. We have looked at uh, University of Colima as, as a place where we could sort of mm. do some outreach and, and bring in some, some developers or juniors that would be interested in learning develop and learning Magento and, and doing some kind of an intern program. We've done yeah. an intern program here in Minneapolis where we brought in four developers and and put them through a 12 week uh, 12 week sort of boot camp on Magento. So there there are definitely you know ways that we can bring in that type of talent. Part of this is that um, we need to be able to. Um, get some support from Adobe on some of those things to help yeah. to help push that. And I know when before Magento U was folded into ADLS, uh, we had some initiatives going where we were talking about a 12 week boot camp and how can mm -hmm. agencies get people in on a 12 week boot camp. And my my hope is somehow some of those grassroots initiatives get back in. Yeah. So, you know, again, if we're forming a um, panel, maybe we can do that for this as well and uh, bring in some people from the educational side, some leaders from Adobe that are willing to, you know, back this initiative because at the end of the day, it means that we're training people up on our solutions, growing the community and it brings talent in. So everybody wins all around. You know, there really is no downside to this and it expands our diversity right across yeah, the globe. So that would be good for, for everybody. So I'm sure that, you know, well, I would hope that Adobe would take this on board and be supportive of that. There's lots of things yeah, that they could do that would be minimal cost. Um, I definitely have some ideas about how we could sort of structure that. So let's let's see what happens. Yeah, absolutely. We've got I, some calls I, to make, Brent. There we go. Yeah, boy, we're getting a lot of to-dos out of this. I heard in Dublin that one of the problems with diversity is getting people from the north side to join because you can't understand what they're saying. <laughs> that, well, was yeah, a, that was a joke. <laughs> so it, just a, a full confession, I did own a business in Dublin in the 90s. It was on Upper Dorset Street. Uh, and uh, the, my, my people that we rented from um, we're North Dublin. And so I got very used to that accent <laughs> right across from the wax museum, which is gone now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now they, the Irish people tend to speak very fast and yeah, you get different accents all around the country. So even for me, sometimes I'm like, Hey, yeah, slow down there. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, good. Uh, so, you know, as we kind of, uh, close up here, what are some, uh, what are some things that you could say as an action that we could be doing as a community right now 
to bring people in? We've got to reach out. We have to reach out. So we need to, as you say, it can be quite intimidating for people to suddenly turn up at, you know, a, an organised Meet Magento event. So I think while we've got, when we're opening up and we've got safe spaces, if we can have sort of more social things um, in the local communities where we can start engaging with these people and networking with you know people from different communities uh, I think that's how we're going to do it but I mean we've got to be brave we've got to be creative and we just have to get on and do it you know we haven't really got time to be wasting um, so and, and hey look there's there's good jobs here you know it's an amazingly talented community that they'd be joining. So there's no downside really to it. Yeah, and it's free. You, it's it's Absolutely. an open source community. <laughs> yeah, yep. I, I agree with that. I, I think it takes people that want to make a change and that some change mm -hmm. has to happen by action. So yeah. as many little actions as we can take, they turn into bigger actions and that's sort of a snowball effect which helps us to grow and, and diversify as a community. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, so I know your role is with Adobe. And uh, you came from Magento. So what if you were if a merchant was asking you something right now, what sort of thing could you tell them that would be some one big good thing from a from a merchant standpoint that you could give as an action item? I would I would tell merchants now that actually came from um, Magento Commerce, there are so many great ways to use your data to give the customer the best experience, you know, linking in with other Adobe solutions like Experience Manager, which is a content management system, Target, so they can really, really refine um, and they get the data on who, who's looking at their site, you know, how many people, where they're from, um, what products they've shown interest in and using AI that's definitely key for the future um, so there is so many resources don't be afraid to contact your customer success manager and ask them keep up to date with all the events that are going on and all the ebooks and other resources that Adobe releases at yeah Magento so and, and join us in the community you know you need to be an engaged member of the community we share so much information and so much love um, but so much knowledge that if you're not in that you're missing it and it's key for the future because things are moving so fast your whole business plan could turn in six months so you know we've got yeah, to be on the I ball I'm also excited about, you know, Adobe Sensei, which is the AI product. And that's yeah. part of it. That's that that is part of Magento Commerce or it is an integration into Magento Commerce, which you yeah. can start using as a as a user today. There's all kinds of fantastic um, Adobe tools now that are being integrated directly into to yeah. now Adobe Commerce that helps every merchant grow on this platform. And like you said, Headless is this new thing that's happening out there and experience manager is such a great product to great yeah. to create content for that headless solution. Uh, but we don't want to make this into Adobe commercial. So we'll stop <laughs> there. All right. So um, the last little thing that I always do is, is I give you a chance to give a shameless plug. So I would love it for you to say something about whatever is, what is your passion right now that you would like to kind of promote? Okay. 
Um, well, obviously, apart from India, and I know things are starting to change there, but honestly, those people have had such a hard time that I would hope everybody would have made a contribution, a shared information to try and create awareness and make a change there. But uh, in addition to that, Brent, I have one. My nephew was diagnosed with leukemia when he was three and he had undergone three years, three and a bit years of chemo and he's now free. But honestly, I went to Great Ormond Street and obviously over here we have Temple Street, but you know, donate to your children's hospital. They do such incredible work, you know, and if you saw the children and the families, it's just heart rendering, it really is. So, you know, they wouldn't, the children wouldn't be here today without care and devotion they get from the nursing community and those specialized hospitals. So that would be my plug is if you can afford one, dollar you know one euro it all helps every penny adds up great that's super thank you and and my my daughter when we were in ireland she was nine months old and we ended up in great almond street she had some gi issues that uh, that they were very kind there was a doctor that came out to our hotel and charged us five punts at the time <laughs> it was a it was an incredible uh, service that we got from the irish healthcare system so i can't I can't speak more things about that. Great talking today. <laughs> I know we have a lot of follow-up things to do now. We have a panel to plan and uh, lots of things in the community that's yep. going to happen. Uh, we have events that are going to get started. I saw UK, Meet uh, Magento UK is, is going to happen live and they're getting speakers and so many fun things that hopefully that are going to be opening up next year. And hopefully there's a summit 2022. That's what I'm really really excited about. It'll be the first sort of integrated Magento uh, in-person Adobe Magento Summit. Uh, yes, it will. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. In 2019, it was separate and 2020 was canceled. And of course, 2021 was canceled. So, well, thank you again. And uh, um, uh, I really appreciate your passion for diversity and, um, and everything you're doing for our community. Oh, thanks, Brent. It's been great talking to you today. Nice to catch up. Yep. Cheers. Thank you. Magento Creative, partnering with the client to help fulfill their strategic growth, serving the world as an Adobe Gold partner and Big Commerce Elite partner. Magento, the code of commerce. This episode has been sponsored by the partner of choice for technology, infrastructure, and enterprise-level digital solutions, an AWS Select Consulting Partner, EWA Corporation, Forward Together. Thank you again for listening. My name is Brent Peterson, and it has been my pleasure to be your host today. Please rate and subscribe to Talk Commerce, new shows out every week.